Hey beautiful mama. Today we're going to talk about breastfeeding and pumping and going back to work and lactation in the military, practical, tangible tips. I'm going to first start off with sharing a little bit of encouragement for those who are either navigating breastfeeding, who have may had a difficult breastfeeding experience, who may not have been able to breastfeed. So that's what I'm going to start with. And then we're going to dive into my very tangible, tactical tips for you. So this is going to be a series of a couple episodes here, and I can't wait to dive into this topic and support you in it. Hey friend, welcome to Arm to the Heart. I'm Megan Gephardt. I believe life and motherhood is a gift. I believe each of us are born with a unique mission we're meant to fulfill. I believe babies and dreams can and do go together. I believe it is possible to pursue the dreams in our hearts and also be a great mom at the same time when we let God lead us. I believe it takes a village and a whole lot of grace and that military life and motherhood is so much better when we do it together. So let's put on the armor of God. Let's run this race set before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. So the first thing when it comes to breastfeeding is that your worth is not in this. And breastfeeding, of course, can be incredibly beautiful, meaningful, empowering, and just this source of deep connection with our little ones. But it's hard. And I just want to remind you that it's not about success or failure. And I'm, I'm putting those in air quotes because truly we can have all these definitions and narratives in our mind from society of what success looks like or what being a good mother looks like and equating that with breastfeeding or our you know supply and our output and the length of time that we're able to breastfeed and all of those kinds of things. It's not about success or failure. It's about our relationship with our babies and ourselves as a mother. And I'm sharing this first and foremost because I wish others reminded me this the first time around. Oh my goodness, how much pressure I put on myself to exclusively breastfeed, to pump, and to do it at all costs, no matter what, knowing the tremendous benefits that it would bring to my son. It was like whatever it took through thick and thin, through months and months of army field training, through time, a lot of time apart from him, you know, Matthew was thriving, but my mental health was suffering tremendously in both being apart from him, of course, and balancing that, you know, and with work and everything, but also the time and energy and stress of pumping that I really put on myself. And so I just want to say first and foremost, what we need as mothers, however we're feeding our babies, whether it's, you know, breastfeeding or not, or a combination, it's holistic support. We need love. We need nurturing. We need nourishment too. And so if you are struggling with lactating, if you're formula feeding any combination, if you are struggling, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling, feeling stressed, anxious, inadequate, really stressed about it all, if your mental health is suffering in any way, if you are lacking support or understanding from your loved ones, from your pediatricians, from your work colleagues, from your um, environments that you're in, I just, I see you and you're not alone. And if you never had the chance to breastfeed, if you transitioned or began with combination feeding, if you started off with formula, or just if your journey is different than you hoped or you envisioned, or on the other end of the spectrum, if you continue lactation for any duration, that's all amazing too. And it's so hard to give ourselves permission to embrace that our well-being matters too as mothers. And so I just want to encourage you, there's no perfection in this. There's no perfect but simultaneously, I just also want to say, I think there's, many of us might not feel comforted by this mantra that we hear of fed is best because it may downplay or kind of dismiss the hurt and the pain that we might experience or disappointment if we're trying to persevere and we deeply desire to breastfeed or we did hope to breastfeed 
yet we couldn't or we can't due to a lack of support, of education, of physical or mental health concerns or other reasons. And just to give you some stats, six out of 10 of US mothers quit breastfeeding before they were ready to. And I think in so many ways, this is even a much higher percentage even for military mothers. But we are not the ones who are failing. I think in so many ways, we are being failed by the environments we're in, by society, by the lack of support that there is, the lack of understanding. And so I just want you to take whatever failure you're feeling and you're holding on your own shoulders. I want you to let go of that burden today. So any and every amount of breastfeeding deserves genuine celebration. We should feel comfortable and confident no matter how we're feeding our babies. Pumping, donor milk, tube feeding, combination, formula feeding. It's all hard. It's all intense. It's all sacrificial, beautiful, and rewarding. And it should all be celebrated. So whatever it is, don't fall into all the comparison traps. Don't let the sanctity of your and your uniqueness of your own motherhood journey and your journey with your children, whatever it looks like, don't let it be diminished. Okay. So transitioning more to now to all of those who are breastfeeding or pumping or hope to make that work, your supply does not determine your worth. Once again, your value as a mom is not dependent on your breastfeeding output, how long you choose to, or are able to breastfeed or pump. If you take anything away from today, (laughs) that's what I really want you to take away. We can get to all the tips and stuff later, but like, seriously, I really want you to embrace that. And remember that throughout in those moments when you feel like you're not enough or you're worried about your your output or your lack of a freezer stash or any of those kinds of things or you're not sure if you're going to be able to make it work or maybe it's you know your breastfeeding relationship is not ending on your own terms it can be such a, a beautiful labor of love i'm all about advocating for moms who desire to pump or breastfeed i am all about it but i want you to know your worth is not in it first and foremost as a baseline foundation so we're all on the same page there and there's no shame or guilt if you choose to or if you have to do something different but i think some of the cool facts for those who want to hear them for breastfeeding benefits this is one of the reasons why i love advocating for mothers who really desire to do this because i think it's just amazing what our bodies can do when we do breastfeed is that there's amazing immune system developmental benefits for our babies emotional physiological Um, you know, of course, physical and health. And then if we look, I think one of the really cool things, we all kind of know the benefits for baby, but when you look, there's also benefits for the mom that we oftentimes don't necessarily think about. So breastfeeding helps contract our uterus back down to its normal size postpartum. It decreases the risk of postpartum hemorrhage early on. It decreases the risk of type 2 diabetes, of breast cancer, of uterine cancer, and of ovarian cancer. And then when it's combined with good nutrition and hydration as a mom, it can also support healthy postpartum weight loss. Everybody is different and some people's bodies hold on to another five to 10 pounds when they're breastfeeding, or they feel like the weight is stickier for them when they're breastfeeding. But that's something that it can support healthy weight loss. And again, it does help contract our uterus back down to its normal size postpartum. Um, Another interesting fact actually is that early Um, cessation or like uh, stopping of breastfeeding actually is correlated with higher rates of postpartum depression. And I'm really curious, I don't know like the details of the stats of that, but I'm curious if a lot of it is due to those feelings of failure that we might feel if we aren't able to continue breastfeeding for as long as we want to, 
or if we do decide to stop, maybe the feelings of guilt that might accompany that. I'm just really curious if that if that's part of it. But then there's also the hormonal dimensions of it too. Um, and the reality that what breastfeeding produces is this hormone called oxytocin, which is basically the feel-good love hormone. And so it's something that kind of helps our body guard against postpartum depression because it creates bonding between us and our baby, and it helps us to heal. It's like this mutual healing process that can unfold really beautifully. So that's those are some really interesting things um, that I think, again, it's, it's worth advocating for even just for those reasons. But I want to also say no mom should feel forced to, in my opinion, this is something I really strongly believe in, no mom should feel forced to give up breastfeeding because you don't have the support, because you're not sure if it's going to be possible, or because you feel guilty or like a burden or judged for taking the time to pump when you're returning to work, or, you know, because you, you know, may not have support from other people around you, or because you're worried it's not going to be compatible with returning to height and weight standards if you're in the military. No mom should feel forced to stop before they're really ready but for so many of us it ends before we're really ready and especially working moms especially military moms so if this was you i see you i honor your story and it's dignified it's worthy of celebration no matter what no matter how how long you were able to or if you weren't able to breastfeed and i truly believe every single mom deserves the support they need to thrive through the postpartum challenges and also the true freedom to make the breastfeeding choices that they want to for both their baby, their family, and their own physical and mental health. Because it's, it's very unique. Nobody can make those decisions for you. Because it is truly something that you know what's best for you and your family and your baby. And again, I, I just wish I could go back to myself as a first-time mom and take the pressure off of myself. And to tell myself that like I can persevere through this if I want to keep doing it but I can be at peace and do so with joy and freedom because I know my worth and how good of a mother I am does not hinge on making this work on breastfeeding exclusively despite all odds. And like I said, I just put so much pressure on myself through tons of field training time, time away from Matthew, multiple moves, being stationed apart from Tim, so many things. And there was so much stress and anxiety I had surrounded because I felt like so much of my identity as a mom was riding on this. And the truth is, all of us are just doing our best to make sure our babies are healthy, happy, loved, safe, you know, and and it's very demanding and intense. Any of us who have done it for any amount of time know it's so demanding and intense being a baby's sole source of sustenance, of nourishment, of sustainment. You know, there's no, but at the same time, there's no feeding choice that isn't without sacrifice. That's without sacrifice and hard work. And so, you know, to any of my fellow pumping moms out there, I just want to honor you in your journey. I, any breastfeeding moms out there and really any mom, no matter how, what it looks like, how long it's been, whatever struggles you've endured and overcome, I just honor you in that. So I believe that true freedom to choose when it comes to breastfeeding and pumping is this. It's in having the support we need in the first place to choose freely on our own terms instead of feeling backed into a corner or like the decision is made for us or like we have to give up because we're not helped through the roadblocks because it's not accepted or normalized in the environments that we're in. So that's the first thing. And then secondly, I believe that it's the freedom to persevere for as long as we desire to, with, again, with peace through it all, because we know our worth, our value, our identity as a mom is not in this. It does not change based on how we feed our baby, what we produce, or whether we're doing it all. And so our relationship with our baby matters a lot, but so does our relationship with ourselves as a mom. So just let go of permission, you know, permission to let go, of whatever pressure it is to be perfect in this 
there's no failure and there's no perfection and there's no one success path in this. So in those moments when you're feeling inadequate or you're doubting your worth, ground yourself in this truth that your motherhood isn't measured by the expectations society sets. Your worth is not in that. Your worth is in Christ. Your worth is in Christ alone. And you're doing an amazing job and you are exactly the mom that God designed for your little ones. Breastfeeding or not, pumping or not, no matter how long it's been. And so that's what I wanted to start with. Ah, so, so important to start ourselves off there. Okay, now transitioning to practical, tactical tips of how to make all this work if you do want to do it. So, all right, the first thing is I'm going to talk about finding the time to pump and how to pump when we're returning to work. So first thing is communicate early and often and just be very open in your communication with your supervisor, with your team, with your subordinates, with whoever it is that may you know be need to be aware of it. Okay, so as we're communicating, do it early and often. And then also when, before you start to communicate, know what your rights and the regulations are that protect you. So whatever environment you're in, there's federal regulations, there's service specific regulations for the military. Um, and so some, I, I will post some in the show notes for this. So you know, kind of where to go based on where you're at, but that's the first thing. Knowing your rights is going to really empower you and equip you to have a conversation based on facts and objective truths about what they are required to provide you when it comes to support. Because then it doesn't have to be an argument of beliefs. It can be an argument of, okay, this is what the law states. This is what the policy states. And so let's figure out a way to make this work together. And we're on the same team here, you know? Um, So, you know, lactation support in the military, it's just huge for this purpose. And again, This is such a very personal decision for every single mom and family, and there's so many factors, and so I completely respect you if you choose not to if you're unable to. And what matters most is the love and the relationship that you have with your child. Um, But at the same time, like I said, I will always fight for those who, who really want that support and need that kind of standard of care because you deserve that too. And for those of us who are in the military, especially in tactical professions or all different kinds of environments that we're operating in, it can make it a lot more difficult to make this work. And so that's, that's why I'm going to talk about some of those tips today. So, you know, when our leaders are able to create a workplace that has an appropriate space for us to express milk, when it follows those kind of regulations and policies, it also shows us as individuals that our family and our needs are respected and valued, that we as a human being, as a mother, are valuable, are worthy, are supported members of the team. And so when we receive that kind of support, it makes us a million times more productive when we're actually working, more committed to the team, and it makes us thrive in motherhood and professionally. So, you know, we are taken care of, our families are taken care of, so we can then go back and focus when it's time to work. We don't have to worry about, you know, stressing about our supply or like having to go pump in the bathroom or our cars or figure out a place to pump every single time we go in a different work environment. And all of that just makes the team stronger as a whole because when we are committed to our people, we're committed those people are then then going to be, or we as the people who are serving the organization are going to be a million times more committed to the organization as a whole, right? So it makes us that much more effective. So that's why, that's why it matters, you know? All right. So communicate openly, early, often with your supervisor, with any of your coworkers, your leaders. And that is one of the most important things. Okay. And if you need to, if you're not met with immediate support, Don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. Do not accept no for an answer. (laughs) 
no is not an acceptable answer when it comes to lactation support, let me tell you. So if you're receiving no in any kind of form, whether it's somebody who's guilting you, who's shaming you, who's embarrassed, you know, making you feel embarrassed about it, who's not making you feel like you have the ability to even ask for what you need, then don't be afraid to reach out to me. I'm happy to advocate for you and help you like equip yourself for those conversations or literally have the conversation for you even if I need to because you deserve that too. But managing expectations ahead of time and when I say ahead of time, if you're pregnant right now is a great time to start this conversation. So that way, when you're returning to work, you're not like stressing about, oh my gosh, where am I? Like literally in the first time you're coming back to work, you should not have to be figuring out where you're going to be pumping and how to make all of that work. It should already be set up ahead of time so you can come back to work and it can be a smoother process there. So manage those expectations ahead and that's going to be much easier for everybody to kind of handle. And then Another thing that can be really helpful is maximizing any kind of natural breaks in your work schedule and minimizing the time away. So maximizing break time can allow you to minimize the impact to your team, to your work, to your productivity, and all of that. So let me give you an example here. So if you have a your typical schedule, like oftentimes for us in the military, it's we've got our morning uh, physical fitness time, and then we have a little bit of time where we get to shower, we get to grab breakfast or whatever we need to do, and then we will report to work. So that in-between time where between our exercise session and reporting to work is a great time to, you know, obviously take a shower, to pump or to nurse your baby and to eat. So if we pump during that time and we pump before PT, oftentimes I was pumping in the car ride to PT. I was going through the gate and I'm slightly laughing because I've got my pump underneath my nursing cover while I'm driving in to work while they're checking my ID. I mean, just do what you need to do and don't feel ashamed of that, you know, and, and so just try to maximize the time that you are either in transitions. If you have, like I wasn't even using a um, mobile pump at the time. I was literally just using a a pumping bra that held my pump in place. And I had my Spectra and I was on my um, driver's seat. And then I had pump parts attached and there I was pumping as I went. To me, I was just like, okay, this is part of what I do. And then I would pump right after my PT session before work started. And I would pump during like lunch, sometime during the lunch period time. The only time I would really have to take away from the work day would be if I had to pump again in the afternoon session. So when I was pumping like two to three, every two to three hours when my baby was youngest, I would only have to take a little bit of time away from work. And the rest of the time was during my time. Granted, it feels like you're literally, you have no time to yourself. You're like running around a million miles an hour between like every free time is pumping, but at the same time, it's a way to minimize the time of working. And so that's, that is a method. Um, and that worked really well for me through this time. Again, the pump, you know, being able to pump on the go and have those pumps that you can just put inside your bra and just keep on doing what you're doing can be really, really helpful if you find one that works. So it can be a worthwhile investment, especially if you do have a really, really busy schedule or you're on shift work or something like that, where you really can't actually step away, if that makes sense. So that's something, whatever it is for you, manage those expectations early on. Make sure you have that lactation room that is established so that you're not scrambling to figure out where to pump the first day back at work. There's already a million things going on. It's already hard enough, stressful enough. You don't want to complicate it anymore. And then the other thing is just be diligent with your schedule. I know so many of us feel either guilty or like a burden if we have to take time to pump. But seriously, if somebody is guilting you, have an honest conversation with them. Remind yourself of what's most important to you and know that it's okay to put your family first. Give yourself permission to pump and make sure that 
whatever unrealistic expectations sometimes we might have of ourselves, or maybe we have these perceptions that we're worried about. Like we sometimes put these extra pressures on ourselves, where especially as moms or especially as women in male dominated environments, we feel like we have to overcompensate by working even harder to prove ourselves or to prove our worth. So ask yourself, can I let go of some of these? Are some of these potentially increasing the guilt that I'm feeling when it comes to asking for what I need in terms of lactation support or taking the time that I need to pump? You know, and so can I let go of some of those? What's no longer serving me? That, that will help you really come to peace with that. And then the other thing, again, don't let it be be just because you don't necessarily have the support in your environment. Don't let that deter you from even trying. Don't let it make you feel like you have to stop breastfeeding before you return back to work if you really want to continue pumping because it can be possible. And it, I will tell you, it is possible and it can be worth it for you. It, it may or may not. I'm not the one that can determine that for you, but it can be worth it. And it 100% is possible, especially when you have support and you're worthy of that support. So let it be on your own terms. And again, go back to my definitions at the very beginning of what is freedom to really make your own decision in this look like. If you're being guilted into your decisions in any way, or if you're feeling like you have to stop or you're being forced to choose between, that's not on your own terms. So I want you to really be free to make this decision knowing your worth is not in it, but also that you're supported in it if you really do want to make it work and persevere. All right, my friend, I pray that that blessed you today. That is part one of the series and come meet me in the next episode where we're going to get into even more practical, tactical tips for you to be empowered and equipped to make this work, even if it's hard, if that's what you really desire to do. 